Hi, and welcome to the first ever episode of the Lucas Podcast. Our mission is to give our listeners what it's like to be a part of STL Sports events. We make it fun, energetic, talking about our bets, even if we lose. In this episode, Sean McCaw, Roper, and producer Pat dive into their degenerate lifestyle with sweating out the PP parlay. Listen more and you might actually find out how funny it actually is. We dive into our great sports event experiences and so much more. We hope you sit back, relax, and listen to a great fan perspective of what STL Sports is all about. How's it going, guys? It's going good. Woo! Let's go, baby! We're watching the Blues game, hanging out. Blues are up one nothing right now in the first period. Um, we got Sunday night football coming up later. Packers winning it into the playoffs versus the Detroit Lions. Under. We got the under in that game. Parlayed with the over six and a half in the Blues game. Um, Blues games have been going over like crazy lately. It's been it's been a nice walk. It's been a nice walk for us. Um, Jordan Bainton has been playing well, but giving up a lot of goals due to our fragile defense, and we score a lot of goals. So, and they're getting a lot overs. of support from the offense right now, which is kind of unexpected with O'Reilly and Tarasenko out of the lineup. But young guys are stepping up. Young guys are stepping up. We have Nikita Alexandrov just scored his first goal of his NHL career last night in Montreal. We have Jake Neighbors, who's been playing a little better lately. Nikita Alexandrov, can either of you, producer Pat or Sean McCall, name where he is from, this country? He's German. He's from Russia, isn't he? He is from Germany. He's from Germany? That is correct. He sounds like a Russian, Alexandrov. That is, the off is like a giveaway for Russia. <laughs> he is German-born. Where in Germany? Can you tell me? Pat, I do not know. Can someone look that up for Producer me? Producer Pat's on the job. Producer Pat. <laughs> what do you think about his flow? He's got that beach blonde. Hey, um, it's confidence. Whatever works. <laughs> what? I mean, they're still finding ways to win. Yeah, that's all that matters. Especially with our key guys out with injury. Waiting up to the trade deadline. Do you think we sell? I think either O'Reilly or Tarasenko is probably going to be gone by the end of the year. So one of those two guys. It would obviously make sense. It would make sense. But the, Doug Armstrong historically does not like trading veteran players at the trade deadline. Even if he knows they're going to walk. Like David Backus right. kept him, walked. We can't. Petrangelo. We do not know what Doug will do, but we trust Narmi. Yeah, I don't know. My faith in him is is growing weary. Why? You know, the Blue, Blues Nation always talks about having always trust in Doug. No matter what, it may not look good in the short term, but long term, Doug Doug always prevails. Well, he brought us a cup. Yeah, exactly. He brought us a cup, but to be honest, this year, I'm thinking maybe Buffalo got the better of the O'Reilly deal. We could Tage Thompson. Yeah, but we the got 2019 the cup. cup. We did get a cup. We did get a cup. Would you trade the 2019 cup for Tage Thompson right now? I mean, it's how many cups does Tage Thompson take? have? Zero. 
Exactly. So, Blues, I guess, can, you can say they still want that trade. Yeah, the cup outweighs anything. <laughs> that is it true. Does. It does. You lifted Ward Stanley's cup, and maybe O'Reilly has been declining, but we paid the price. I mean, you guys remember that story um, when O'Reilly was playing with, uh, I think it was the Avalanche. It was an off season in the summer. He got drunk, and I think he like crashed Crash. his car in like a Timmy Hortons or something. Well, really? <laughs> yeah, I've never it's heard one, this. Yeah, it's one way to get Tim Hortons. <laughs> We're gonna look that one up. Nikita Alexandrov. You want to hear where he's from? Yes. He is from. Berg Weddle. Oh, you're butchering Oof. that. <laughs> Berg Weddle Dutch. Berg Venel? Yeah. Is it a W? Yeah. It's pronounced with a V. Oh, really? That's how you speak in German. Yeah, but it says B U B U D E W. Doi. Doi. Doiver. That's the. Okay. That's the town he's from. Doiver? Oh. Give me a spelling. Spell it. Spell it. Berg. So B U R G W E D E L. Borgberger. Borschendolfer. <laughs> Nikita, please call in and pronounce your country name. All right. If you guys were wondering about if Ryan O'Reilly crashed into a Tim Hortons, that was true. It was in 2015. It was in Ontario. He needed um, Tim Hortons one way or another. He got Here's it. a police report. A green Chevrolet pickup truck struck a commercial building on Richmond Street last Thursday morning, July 9, 2015, just after 4 a.m. An employee of the Tim Hortons confirmed to AM 980. <laughs> so this is from the AM radio station. Where's the source from? Just make sure. Oh, I'm reading a Bleacher Report. Oh, okay. It's accurate. Article. <laughs> Bleacher's always accurate. But, um... There had been a motor vehicle incident, but was unaware of the driver's identity. This After the may... collision, police say a suspect drove the vehicle southbound. So Ryan O'Reilly tried fleeing to Tim though. Hortons and um, traveled by foot with another unnamed male. We still won a cup. I think he turned his act around two. after that. Absolutely he did. He was only 24 years old when this happened? He's our age, Sean McCall. He was our age. He was our age when he did this, correct? Yes. Yeah. You guys, I forget how... Well, for starters, I always think people are older than what they actually are. I thought producer Pat was like 28. <laughs> and we have live breaking bets update. The Pittsburgh Penguins have tied up the game for our bets tonight. I... Wanted to let that know. No. Tell them about the PP parlay. We have the system parlay. We have, no, that one's different than the oh, PP parlay. We the PP parlay is obviously the Pittsburgh Penguins. Obviously. <laughs> and the Green Bay Packers money line. Packers Penguins money line. Oh wait, no, we actually have it's gets more P. Pittsburgh Penguins puck line. PPP. P. <laughs> Money line as well. The PPP parlay? Yes. It's hitting.
Yeah, we're having a, having a little adjustment. Having a little mic adjustment. That's fine. That's fine. And now the system parlay was over six and a half in the Blues wild game for reasons we already discussed. The Blues over has hit eight out of their last ten games. And even without O'Reilly and Tarasenko, they're finding ways to score. And they've been figuring out ways to give up goals all year, so that's not new for them. But um, we got the over in that game parlayed with the under in the Sunday night football Mainly we were just thinking because it's going to be a win and get in game for the Packers. Playing we think Lambeau. defense is going to be tight. They're at Lambeau. Packers have a good defense. And I was surprised yesterday that Titans and, and Jaguars game, I thought was going to have more points scored, but that was a winner get in game too. And I think it was like 40 something points. Can you make that noise again? What was, what was that noise? <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> that might be a that might be a little <laughs> coming up segment. <laughs> That's great. All right, let's change gears here, boys. Let's Wait. talk some football. It is Sunday, after all. It is an STL podcast, but we also include other sports. We just want to make this fun for a lot of people. Producer Pat's favorite NFL team is... Miami Dolphins, baby. Fins up. The Miami Dolphins, and they snuck in in the playoffs today. They had some scrub playing quarterback. What's his name, Pat? Skyler Thompson. He's a scrub. Skyler Thompson. Never heard of him. Kansas um, State Takes down Joe Flacco. Kansas State. Old mean Joe Flacco. So, let's go through. At this hour, we know all the AFC playoff games... For a wild card weekend, it will be the Dolphins visiting the Buffalo Bills. The Los Angeles Chargers are going down to Jacksonville. And the Ravens are playing the Bengals again. And that's their AFC games. Right now in the NFC, we have Cowboys versus Bucks, Giants versus Vikings are locked in right now. The 49ers are going to play either the Packers or the Seahawks. The Packers after they win money line. So we'll see, but um, right now we're going to play a little game me and Roper like to do when we're before the Lions come out. We're going to play guess the line right now. So the Dolphins are heading up to Buffalo. They're division opponents. They played twice this year already. I don't know what their records were when they played each other. Do you know, Pat? Which ones? Say that again. The Dolphins and the Bills when they played earlier this they're, year. They split. We, we, they lost both home. No, they lost both away games. Does so the home team has won both games? Yeah, the home team has won both games. All right, anyone, so we're sticking with that logic because I was going to already hammer the Buffalo Bills, so that makes total sense. Does anyone have the weather report for Buffalo? Weather report in Buffalo? It's going to be cold. It's going to be freezing. But that doesn't play a factor. I think it does. It does because it's it going to be like – play a factor. <laughs> the Miami it's going to be like Dolphins a foot of snow. The under looking the good probably. Miami sun and the heat – uh, did we not go to uh, a last-minute field goal against the Bills while it was snowing? Did that not happen? I think. <laughs> yeah, like like the sun has no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I think Is Tua going to play? Bills. That's my biggest That's question. That's the question. <laughs> I think it's. Is he? What's Bills. his injury? We don't know the report right now. Is he in concussion? Roper's, it's like, it's Roper's lock <laughs> is Bills minus ten and a half. Minus ten and a half. Bills minus ten and a half. Oof. Well, do we even have lines for these? We're going to check FanDuel. We probably do. 
probably already have lines going. No way you're not opening. We don't need the lines. We have <coughs> Roper. We have myself. Seven we set the lines. <laughs> if you guys didn't know this, DraftKings calls us before every Sunday. And um, they, they, they double check the lines with Vegas. us. We are they, Vegas. They already pay me enough. <laughs> we are Vegas. So, what's the next game you guys want to do? Next game Chargers versus Jacksonville. Jacksonville back in the playoffs. Hosting. Since when? What, Blake Bortles, probably? Yes. Well, um, since they had that awesome defense. That's when Jalen Ramsey was still have. down there. Which they still do have. They have Josh Allen. Oh, on the D. <laughs> <laughs> Josh Allen and the Jacksonville Jaguars. What does he play? What position do he play? Defensive end. I don't know, but Josh you know what? Allen I think this is, is going to be one of the more intriguing games that people aren't thinking about because Jacksonville has been red hot coming down the stretch. Yes, I think they they're seven and zero. Um, their last they seven have games. a Super Bowl winning coach as well in Doc Peterson. Doug Peterson. He's just a he's just a linebacker. Josh Allen is a linebacker. We do have lines for games next week, and Roper has not looked at it. Roper has the Blues game on his phone, but I have Fanduel up, and Roper nailed it. The line right now is Buffalo minus ten. Locked. <laughs> I don't like that. I would not take that at this point. I think that's too many points, especially for a playoff game. Well, now especially you're looking at the lines. So and especially their two. division opponents. They've what? played twice already this year, so I would take the I would take the Dolphins with the points. Let the, let the record show that Sean McCall looked up the lines before the guessing the line. Yes, so. I am I'm in the driver's seat for this segment, and Roper is the one guessing the lines here. <laughs> okay. So, Roper, tell me, Chargers – or going down to Jacksonville, what is the line? I'm going to say it's Chargers minus four and a half. You're close. It's Chargers minus two and a half right now. I would take Chargers minus four and a half. That's just me, ladies and gentlemen. I'd take Jacksonville money line. Trevor Lawrence is in form right now. He is slinging it. Christian Kirk is looking like that $80 million man. They got the rookie running backs. And they got a solid defense. Doug Peterson has got these guys fired up. It's still Chargers. Chargers have the offense, and they've been there before. We we know Justin Herbert's a proven winner. Justin Herbert's a proven winner? I do. How many I national championships has Justin Herbert ever won? Well, he's a proven yeah. winner. Trevor Lawrence is a proven winner. I disagree there. I think the Chargers offense way more potent, and they can. I'm score not disagreeing with you on that point. I'm saying Jacksonville's Maybe at this home, is good overs. and Maybe Jacksonville's it's good overs. got. It could be. We're not getting any totals though for these games right now, but that'll be an entry. That'll be a good up. game, and I think I would take Jacksonville money liner. Maybe just the points. Who's favored the Chargers? The next game. Chargers minus two and a half. Is the Baltimore Ravens traveling to the Cincinnati Bengals? And they just played I, each other today. I would guess it's going to be Bengals minus six and a half. Pretty close. Bengals minus five and a half. Okay. I would take Bengals minus six and a half. I mean, I like it. This game is also going to depend 
on if Lamar plays or not. Yes. Um, I couldn't uh, even tell you his injury, but I know he hasn't played in the last three out, or four let me games. Rephrase. If Lamar's out, I am taking the Bengals all day. I'm hammering the Bengals if Lamar is not. If active. Lamar is not if playing, Lamar is I'm playing, thinking the line will probably not be minus five and a half. But um, if Lamar is playing and that's the line, I mean we're still taking Bengals minus five and a half. I like that still. Now to kick it over to the NFC. We have NFC. We got Cowboys and Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are the lowest. Both Florida teams won their divisions, barely, and they're hosting playoff games. Broads. But are they going to even be competitive playoff games? I don't know. The Cowboys have looked really good. I think the Cowboys are going to roll the Bucks, And I'm going to go with another double-digit spread, and I will go with Cowboys minus 12.5 against the Bucks. Wait. Can I make my prediction? I yeah. think it's Bucks. I think it's I think it's five and a half <coughs> for Okay. The, it's the Brady factor that the, you gotta no. forget about. Producer Pat brings up a great point and producer Pat is way closer. The line right now is Cowboys minus three. Wow. I'm I think it's Cowboys that's that Brady big. factor. Because that's that Brady factor and the Cowboys choking factor. No. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. I did not account for a Cowboys playoff choking Do we factor. know if Tony Pollard is playing? Do we know that? Do we know if he's playing? If he's playing, that will change my view on the game. What happened? Okay, so if he's playing, what's your line? <laughs> if he's playing, I'm going double-digit to Cowboys and hammering. So you're not giving any spread. credit to the Brady factor? I... Think old man Brady is lost versus man. Tom. I was saying this when he played the Rams that one year in the Super Bowl, and it was like, what was it like twelve to three or like nine Which, to three? Did he score in that game? Much? I don't. I don't know if he scored. It was the I bet I don't on the Rams think it was a and touchdown he that game. screwed me over. But I will. We'll get to that. Game. Point of That's that be story is I've learned my lesson betting against Tom Brady, and I really don't like doing it ever because I hate both teams. When you bet against Tom Brady and he wins the game and you lose your bet, you feel like the biggest idiot in the world. Yeah, that's a that's a fact. I I hate it, and I want him Fooled to lose. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Shame on you. No. Fool me three times. You can't get fooled again. <laughs> no, fool me once. Shame, shame on, on me. me. Fool, fool me, me twice. twice. Can't put the blame on you. <laughs> fool me three times. Fuck the peace, peace sign. Whoa, the choppers. It rain on you. That is how it goes. That is how it goes. Moving on to our next game here. On. We got the Giants playing the Vikings. This now, is going to be a nice matchup. I too. am taking the Vikings. Minus five and a half. Pretty close. Right now the line is currently Vikings minus three. They're at home. Um, I don't know if I trust Daniel Jones. I think I like the Vikings right there minus three. That's a good line. The Vikings are a solid team. They play pretty good at home. The Cowboys, or not the Cowboys, the Giants don't really strike me as a road team. They did just beat the Vikings, though, in that building like a week or two ago, didn't they? 
Yes, they did. And they upset him. So you don't know. I I do know that the Vikings will come out. I mean, Saquon Barkley could go off for 100 yards. But um, we like Vikings in that one. And then the last game, we don't know who the road opponent will be. But we know the 49ers will be hosting either the Packers or the Seahawks. Um, Ooh, I disagree. I think the 49ers are going to have a hard time with – Either one of those teams. Either one of those teams? I think the 49ers are frauds. They have the I, best roster in football. I no, would take the 49ers. Frauds. The 49ers are proven playoff opponent. Brock and I Purdy. would. How many Super Bowls has Brock Purdy won or Jimmy G? It don't matter. It don't matter. I don't know. The 49ers are a force, and I would be worried playing against them I would them at be home. more scared of the Eagles than. 49ers, personally. If the Packers got to San Francisco, you already know Aaron Rodgers is going to be up for it because he's from there, and he played at Cal. And the Seahawks already played them twice this year because they're in the same division. So they would love to kick their ass at home. As much as I would love to see the 49ers lose, I just don't see see that happening. Maybe not that home game, but... Should be an interesting playoffs after the divisional round, I believe. I think and we don't have a line. Well, let's give two lines. Up. If the Packers were to play them, I think it would probably be what Forty Niners minus six and a half. Yeah, it'd probably be minus six and a half for either of those opponents around there. Yeah, I I see that too. So I hate the Forty ers I would not put them in the Super Bowl. Who you got going all the way? To the Super Bowl, I would pick the Eagles. I think if Jalen Hurts is over, healthy, over who? The Eagles in the in the NFC or in the Super Bowl? Yeah, let's hear your Super Bowl matchup and a prediction. Super Bowl matchup and prediction. I have the Chiefs playing the Eagles, and I have the Chiefs winning the Andy Reid Bowl. It would be Danny Bull, and it would be good numbers for television. It would be. My Super Bowl prediction is going to have to be the Buffalo Bills versus the Dallas Cowboys. Two very, very popular franchises. Haven't had a whole lot of success at all lately, but I could see... The Buffalo Bills winning the Super Bowl. Josh Allen is your Super Bowl MVP. He cuts up the Dallas secondary. Adam, Adam stepping out to take a little piss, but he'll be back. <laughs> Adam's on a pee break. <laughs> you want to hear my Super Bowl prediction? Let's hear it, Pat. My fans' Super Bowl prediction. You can hear me. It's fine. Well, they can hear you better now. Yeah, okay. My, my fans' Super Bowl prediction is fans versus 49ers. My realistic Super Bowl prediction is Chiefs versus 49ers. Chiefs versus 49ers already happened a few years ago. We don't want to see that again. The 49ers have the best roster in football, hands down. Defense wins championships, and they have the best defense in the league going into the playoffs. 
Alright folks, tomorrow is Monday, January 9th, and the national championship for the college football season will commence. It's been a great college football season. Bowl season is one of my favorite times of the year to bet. I watch college football like a lunatic every Saturday all fall leading up to this event, Roper. So TCU, the underdog, Cinderella story of America, captivating everyone every Saturday. Beat mighty Michigan. 51 to 45 and an absolute barn burner. The Hypno Toad is alive and well at Fort Worth. It's They're taking it out to LA. Time. They're going to play Georgia and the ship tomorrow. Where is the ship? Is it in it's LA? in LA. They're LA. playing it so No five. tailgating. No what? tailgating? No tailgating. How they, what? How'd they allow that? Uh, Stan Crocky, ladies and gentlemen, the worst human on earth who is owned and built that stadium. Doesn't allow for tailgating because he's a communist. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bold statement. That was a great game. I gotta Walmart. Don't buy from Walmart. I gotta tell you guys though, I did not watch a whole lot of the Georgia Ohio State game because I was already pretty fucked up on New Year's Eve. <laughs> so you missed one of the greatest games in semi semi. I guess so. Championship games. No, I watched... one was insane. <laughs> right. Don't get me wrong. But I watched my frogs cover. I had frogs plus seven. We are a frogs podcast. We are taking frogs plus 12 and a half against the Georgia Bulldogs without their beloved Ugga. mascot, Ugga. He was not able to make the trip with the team. No, what? Nope. Ugga did not make the trip. Ugga will be FaceTimed in or Skyped in. Whatever well, you want to call it, zoomed. He will be zoomed in through telecast watching the game, but we'll probably be sleeping just like those Georgia Bulldogs, and that's where we were Did taking those corn frogs. No, he's playing. He's playing. Uh, Bowers. Bowers. He's playing. Bowers is playing. It doesn't matter. Horn Frog Nation. But for the Horn Frogs, look out for Max Duggan. He's been the heart and soul of this team, the redheaded quarterback of the year. Quinn Johnson, I think, is going to be the number one wide receiver taken in the draft. Um, yeah, the Frogs, time and time and again, fall down, get back up. They fall behind in games. They find a way to come back. So we're taking the points with the Frogs. Also have over 55. And we got Max Duggan over in his rushing yards. I feel like he's going to be scrambling. The Georgia defense is going to be chasing him, so he's going to be moving out of the pocket. So college football season will wrap up tomorrow night. Hopefully the Frogs can pull out a victory. What a season. Crazy Been a season. good year. You guys excited for the 12-game playoff? Yeah. Eh. What do more, you think? More important bowl games. I'll have to see it a year of it to fully get a feel. But – off the rip, I'd probably say I'd like it. I mean, yeah, you can't go wrong with more playoffs. No. Yeah, you can't go wrong with more football. The people that say, oh, it makes it less prestigious than four teams, but... I think it makes it They can fuck off. <laughs> I think it's going to be more exciting. Yeah. So, we'll see. A lot of teams that don't play each other a lot will play each other. 
We have the Blues back on. We are still winning one nothing. Give a bird up. Give a damn about that. Blues still winning one We should have took the money over. Over is dead. Dead. They could score four goals. Should have taken Blues plus one and a half. You want to do a a Lambo recap? Grice is in. Bird up, bird up. Grice is in that over Bennington. Uh, Bro, it's the, the third game. period. He started the game, buddy. Bird up, bird up. <laughs> Grice is in the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping that in the podcast. I'm not cutting that out. <laughs> okay. Grice started bird that game. <laughs> I love... I love, love, don't get me wrong, it is maybe the stupidest thing, but I love that sound. But my trip to, back to football, <laughs> my trip to Lambeau is uh, legendary, that's for sure. I may not be a Green Bay Packer fan, like, at all. But that stadium has just, as soon as you walk in, you see all, you just feel, you just feel it. You feel the energy? You feel the energy. The history? You feel the energy of history. It, it's just, a, it's indescribable how that That's stadium cool. is. And tell everyone who you went and stayed with. Oh, I uh, stayed with my friend, uh, his name is Bryce. He's a, he's a good friend of both, everyone on this podcast, mm-hmm. and, uh. He uh, he's a diehard Packer fan, and then he was just in awe. We were literally the last person in that stadium. We watched it uh, empty out. Empty out. It was Damn, really cool to watch. Cool. We watched it empty out. It was really fun. How long did it take for everyone to? Get it took out? them a good hour to empty out. Dang. How far was the drive home back to where Bryce was? Uh, it's a two-hour drive. Oof. Was there a lot of traffic? Yeah, and getting out of the stadium, and then once you get on the highway. That's good. Yeah, there but uh, it was it was definitely uh, a legendary experience. That's for sure. Bryce is a diehard Wisconsin sports fan, so he's always rooting for the Bucks and the Brewers or the Badgers and the Badgers. The Badgers. <laughs> we will have get Bryce guest appearance on appearance on the show very soon on the pod. <laughs> the Lucas podcast. That is a confirmed guest future. And he's listening right now. So shout out to Bryce. Shout out to Bryce. <laughs> shout out. So leading off of Lambo, that might be Pat's one of his favorite places. I don't know, but we're gonna go around here, and we're gonna do some Stadium Mount Rushmore picks. Um, first category is gonna be favorite non-STL stadium that you visited. So Pat, is yours? Would it be Lambo or is it something Lambeau else? Lambo and then, and then probably Paul Bryant Stadium. Okay. Paul Bear Bryant Stadium. Home of the Alabama Crimson Tide. That is true. Yeah. Been to four Iron Bowls. How many games have you been at Bryant Stadium? I've been to five. I went to a Mizzou game. Wow, that's cool. Yeah, that was fun. And what is the tailgate experience? The tailgate is literally the entire campus kills it. It's insane. So if you, even though it's hard to compare the two, but if you had to compare I, Green I, Bay tailgate to an Alabama tailgate. Alabama tailgate. Alabama because, tailgate. Because Green Bay, I mean, yes, they tailgate and it's awesome, but 
uh, Alabama, the whole the whole state of Alabama is literally on the entire Alabama campus tailgating, which is insane. College football and tailgating goes better yeah, together than exactly. professional football. The campus football. is so much bigger. It's yeah, but the game and stadium perspective, Lambda. Okay. Roper, what about you? What do you think? Your favorite non-SCL stadium that you've visited and watched a game? I would say the Canadian Tire Center, where we went to, me and Sean McCall went to a game all the way up in Ottawa, drove from St. Louis to Toronto, stayed there, for four days and then waited for the Blues versus Ottawa Senators and traveled by bus up to Ottawa and watched the game and we witnessed the Canadian National Anthem in French in French as well and they spoke in French and then translated to English but it was French first just like our Uber that was a great time um that was a cool stadium I guess the, ad, not, the atmosphere, the atmosphere was, cool. was lacking, but obviously it was still the greatest non-STL sports stadium moment of my life, and I will never forget that game. I don't want to rip your pick for that one because I was also there, right. but that was one of the shittiest stadiums I think I've ever seen. It was. The stadium in Ottawa is all the way out in the suburbs, so think about an empty parking lot around like an abandoned um like a shopping outlet center or something there's nothing around this place for miles and all there is is this stadium and they don't even have an escalator inside i i still i think it was a great experience just for being up in canada i would have Rather gone to a Toronto Maple Leafs at Scotia Bank Arena, which we also visited, but we never went inside to view a game. Yeah. We almost saw the Maple Leafs first Blackhawks play the Blackhawks. We got offered tickets because the Leafs were losing so bad, and we tried to go inside. They wouldn't let us in because the they game wouldn't let us in. The tickets had already been scanned. But we walked around. But we did see the Hockey Hall of Fame that trip. We got to see Canada. It was uh, we got to see drive through Detroit. It's a great trip. That was fun. My favorite non-STL stadium that I've visited would probably be City Field in New York, where the Mets play. Mm. I saw the Mets play the Cardinals in 2019, and it was actually just a coincidence that the Cardinals were there that day, and I was in New York. I did not plan to go see the Cardinals. I planned to go to Maryland with one of my friends who he used to live there. We uh, drove back and stayed at one of his friend's house for a week. We went to Philadelphia one day and New York another day. And the day we went to New York was the day after the Blues won the Stanley Cup. So we went to the NHL store. I had a Blues uh, Stanley Cup playoff little poster. And I took the poster to the Cardinals game in City Field. And I was putting it up by the camera. 
And I think we may have got on Bullis Force. And I was wearing a blue shirt, too, at the Cardinals and Mets game. So that was fun. The timing was fun. The stadium was was all right. I guess it was cool seeing the Cardinals play in the away game. But um, New York was a fun time. I'd love to go back. I want to go to Madison Square Garden or Yankee Stadium, probably. Yeah, I would agree with that. I the dream stadium that I would want to go to that I have. Wait, hold on. That's gonna that's our next round. So you want to start us off? The next category is gonna be favorite stadium that you want to visit and watch a game in that you haven't already. So where would you go if you could pick any place in America? Start us off. Where would you like to go? In my opinion, I would like to go to Madison Square Garden and see the Rangers take on the Blues. That'd be cool. I would love for that opportunity just because you'd be able to go to the Garden, get to see my favorite team, and see the Rangers play, which is a favorite Eastern Conference team that I've never seen play before. Roper, do you know what they used to call MSG back in the day? I do not. You know, Pat? One of the I have nicknames? no clue. I just always heard it as MSG. They used to call it the Mecca. The Mecca. Oh, fun fact. The Mecca. You learn something every day. The yeah. Mecca of sports <laughs> when the Knicks were playing and the Rangers were playing there in the early 90s with Mark Messier. That sounds right. Uh, for the viewers at home. <laughs> so for, ev- for everyone listening, listening right, right now, now. <laughs> Roper is taking off his socks and he's <laughs> wiping it around for some reason. I what do you got? Some toe jam? Have... You're getting out. What are you I doing? Have... Carpet fuzz. Carpet. Carpet fuzz. fuzz all over my socks. Thanks to <laughs> producer Pat's basement. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with the carpet. It's your socks. <laughs> We're going feet. <laughs> Feetless. <laughs> Sockless. But continue. Continuing this. Um, the MSG was called the Mecca, which is very interesting. Never knew that. Producer Pat, you go break. next. I'm, I don't uh, know mine. My, I would love to go to, uh, I think a cool stadium to go to. I don't know. I've been to a lot of cool ones already. Um, Some place you haven't been. I think it'd be fun to go to uh, SoFi. Like, that'd be cool. Yeah, it's a nice new stadium. I know I hate the owner that owns that stadium, but I think it'd be cool to go to SoFi. Uh, I've been... I would love to go to Jerry's World, too. Oh, yeah. Jerry's World would be cool. That'd be a good one. Um, I'd love to go to Edmonton. That'd be cool. They just built a new rink not too... last five years. Yeah. Edmonton would be cool. Those are all great picks. Um, I've been to Nashville. Mm-hmm. Who else? I'm trying to What was the think. first one you said? So I think so far, I think Jerry's World is a pretty good one. Jerry, yeah, Jerry's They have World. the largest screen in, screen in the world, I'm that pretty gets sure. Hit often by football. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> hit, yeah. <laughs> they didn't think of that one when they were building it. Those are good picks. For me, yeah, what is Sean I'm going to change directions here, and I want to go visit places that are historic. So the top of my list is probably either going to be Fenway or Wrigley just because yeah, of how yeah, old they are. I've been to Wrigley before. Been to Wrigley? I have been to Wrigley. And you picked the Canadian Tire Center over Wrigley Field? Yeah. See, now you're letting your bias of the Cubs <laughs> play in this for that. 
effect because really that was the shittiest place we ever went to for a hockey game. It honestly felt like it could have been a minor league stadium. Okay, felt like the family been. arena in St. Charles where the River Riders used to play. I take back that my bad. pick. I take no, my you pick. can't take back your picks. Your pick was the Canadian Tire Center. <laughs> when I you've been, been to Wrigley Field before. Well, you didn't pick I that one. I've also been to another stadium that I believe was mentioned when I was taking a piss, and that was Jerry's World. You've been to Jerry's, been to Jerry's World? World? I have been to Jerry's World. And you didn't and say that was your top pick? I haven't been. Both of our no, picks listen, at places we want to go. Listen, listen. You've been to. I, you chose the Canadian Tire Center. I wasn't. Can I please explain? Robert needs to explain. Continue. I haven't been to Jerry's World for a game. And. Um. Bird up! Bird up! Boys have scored a shorthanded God goal damn it. 2 nothing. Why'd you say God damn it? Let's Because they're not going to hit the over, Pat. <laughs> I should have took Blue's money line Shatter. or Blue's alt puck line. As a goal. And also, when I went to Jerry's World, let me rephrase that. I wasn't there for a game, but I was there for my own free tour. That doesn't count, then. I said you had to go see a game. Yes, yeah, that is correct, but I'm saying I've been correct. to Jerry's World. Is it as and cool as it is? It is. I wish I was there for a game day experience, but instead I fleeced Jerry Jones. <laughs> by How did you fleece Jerry Jones? I fleeced Jerry Jones by entering the stadium on an off day when they were giving tours with my uncle, my brother, and my dad. And we were just checking out the stadium, just casually. And a security guard noticed us and asked us if we were with the tour and would like to go to the field. And my brother stepped in by saying, yeah, we just got lost going to the bathroom and needed escort to the field, which we were granted. And on this tour, they didn't have any wristbands or anything to designate that you paid to go on the tour, so we just hopped on. We got to catch a touchdown in the end zone, take a picture on the Dallas Star. We got to go into the post-game interview room, got to give a press conference. How big are we went rooms? to the locker room, saw Tony Romo's jersey in his locker. We also got to ride up in Jerry Jones's private elevator to his private perch. We got to see the biggest I guess you would call it We also got to see the biggest TV in a sporting arena in the nation. Yeah, we were talking about that. Goes from 140 to another 40 or 120 to another 20, but it's big. That's all you need to know. I feel like if I was watching a game there and I was like looking up at the Jumbotron, I would get sick. Yeah. Because I always You're get sick when I up. at the Science You're Center. You're not even looking up. <laughs> it's not even that far from the field. Punters have hit that scoreboard. Yeah, we, so yeah, we were about talking about that. <laughs> Multiple times. Multiple times. What's the rule if it hits it? Is it this just the dead ball? Dead redo. Ball. Redo. <laughs> no, we're redoing. Bring it back. <laughs> Take it back. You ran it back, but it hit you the You hit the Jerry's scoreboard. <laughs> okay, the so Jerry's next category in this Mount Rushmore is favorite stadium you want to visit internationally. Ooh. That's a good one. So most likely it'll probably be a soccer stadium, but it doesn't have to be. I'd love to go to Wembley. Wembley would be cool. That's a legendary Old Wembley? Wembley. Or New Wembley. Yeah, it, uh, does New Wembley. Yeah. 
The one that exists. That's where um, <laughs> where West Ham plays, right? I wanted to know. West Ham play there? West Ham plays at London Stadium, which is in the eastern part. Of What's Wembley? Is that where they play Wimbledon? Wembley? Is that tennis? No. No, no Wembley is like the biggest stadium in London. Correct. And, and nobody is... plays in it. Oh, they don't. Correct. That's just, just for the like, national team or? It's just, yeah, it's for the national team. Or the concerts and stuff. Yeah. That'd Correct. be cool. I'd love to see a concert in London. That'd be cool. Um... Old Wembley held some great concerts. Yeah, like Live Aid. Yeah. <laughs> That's what about you, Roper? Any stadium in the world, where are you going? I'm going to the Bernabeu. That's the where Real Madrid Bernabeu. plays? That is. Not even Camp okay. Now? Camp New. Camp New. <laughs> Camp <laughs> New. It's pronounced now. <laughs> no, it's Camp New. Um, I would definitely go to the Bernabeu. The new one. Any reasoning behind that, or just it's going to be big stadium, big team? Stadium. And I would love to see an international soccer match take place there. It seems like the best game day atmosphere. They're going to have tennis, like Nick has alluded to. They're going to have NBA. It's multiple. You can't disagree with even, you. Even even football as well. Wait, the Real Madrid basketball team is going to play there too. Yeah, probably. Cool. That's the capability of it. For me, I'm going to the English Premier League. Going back to the historic factor, I would love to see Liverpool play in Anfield. Anfield would be mm-hmm. nice. It's an old historic stadium. Anfield. And um, they've renovated it. I don't know how many times the last. They added on to it. 50 right? years or so. They, Three years ago, they added on to it. They so I'd love to see that stadium. Very historical. And then our last category for this Mount Rushmore of stadiums is going to be your favorite STL stadium. <coughs> My favorite STL stadium host. Ballpark Village is Bush Stadium. And there's multiple okay. reasons to that. With having with having Ballpark Village there, just adds on essence of going to a bar or to get food before or after a game. And you have those options. And it's right there. You literally can stumble out of Bush Stadium drunk after a win or a loss, and go to a bar. And it's awesome. I love that aspect. That's true. I absolutely love Ballpark Village. I feel like the stadium is extended another three to five blocks every direction over there. The only downside is you're paying ballpark prices for beers over there still. but That's true. But It's a good environment. It's better than not having it. And I think that's why it makes it better. My favorite STL stadium, I guess. Options are limited here, so I'll go with Enterprise. Um, the renovations they just did at Enterprise in 2020, right? Right before the All-Star game? Correct. Before the cup. It was, well, the All-Star game was 20. Oh, you're right. We did we the did renovations the before we got the bid for the yeah. – all-star game yeah. so they did the renovations in like 18 or so yeah. and then that's the when they gave us the all-star 18 and 19. 
Yeah, after they did that renovation and got rid of all those shitty purple seats, painted everything gray and black. I think that really made it. The, oh, the new Jumbotron, too. You guys remember the old Jumbotron? The sound system. Yeah. It's weird, though. The sound fun. system in there now is less, or the speakers are smaller, but I feel like the sound is better. It's louder. If you move the mic, it messes with the recording. We are rookies to this. <laughs> We're all rookies. Rookie mistake. My favorite is definitely Enterprise. There is not a bad seat unless you're sitting in the bottom corner on one side of the aisle. For is, hockey. For hockey. There is not a bad seat in that place. I agree. You, you can do. buy literally any seat and you can see the whole thing. You do you get the be bragging rights All aspect. the way up on the top row. I do like if you're sitting in the top section of you Enterprise, in the very no, in the very top row, you can stand because oh, no yeah. one is behind you. behind you, so you can just stand up there. Yeah, yeah, I also agree. Where Enterprise also has the bragging rights yearly, Mizzou versus Illinois. Mizzou clearly won, obviously against Illinois. Had to throw that frauds. In there. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but let's just remind, remind everyone that we also host NCAA tournament games every other year and the Mo, Mo Valley Conference Championship, the Arch Madness. Oh, uh, yes. I love going and betting on Evansville versus Illinois State. That's a classic. Every February. Yep. What about this new city stadium? I've also been to that. I would be up there as well. I need to see a regular season MLS game. I've been to the inaugural match. It was uh, friendly versus FC Bayer Weaverkusen versus the St. Louis City SC2. And I am just more excited for the new MLS stadium to inaugurate start for the season. Are you going to that game or are you going to try? I will be at that game. Okay. It's not a question. <laughs> Our one buddy Schrader was telling us that the city already sold 18,000 season tickets and the stadium only sits 22,000 people. So that only means there's 4,000 seats that are going to be released for general admission. I am one of those 4,000. How much do you guys think tickets are going to be for the game? No, for that game. For that game. Oh, for that game? Triple digits. Yeah, definitely triple oh, digits. Oh, definitely triple digits. But I don't think anything over two two years. No. Maybe not, maybe after the fees. I feel like tickets are gonna start about like one fifty to two hundred. Yeah. It's gonna be worth it though. Yeah. It's part of history. Yeah, it will be history. The inaugural game in Saint Louis. Mm-hmm. A little different than sports here. I just bought some expensive tickets. Bird! To, um, Bird! Blues goal. <laughs> Blues are winning 3 nothing. How much time is that? Uh, less than a minute. <laughs> Man, I feel like a big-time dum-dum. We are winning the game. I take the over when I don't have faith in the Blues. I go, oh, the Blues could probably lose this Bird. game, but they might score Bird. a lot of goals. It's a final. 3 nothing. And so I go with the over-under. In this case, I took the over. And then when the Blues 
win a low-scoring game, I can't be happy in their success because I feel like a dumb dumb. What do you guys think of uh, speaking of the Blues? What do you guys think of the Vladdy All Star game? Do you think he deserves it? Vladdy, I picked the All Star game. Yeah, you didn't even know that. <laughs> That's breaking Sean news Mc- to me. Sean McCarr <laughs> did not know that one. Did not know that. Sean McCall, what do you think? Original, like your first thoughts of it, because it's me and Adam. Both My know. knee-jerk reaction to this is, I don't think he'll even be healthy to play in that. Yeah, I feel like he'll still be injured. But does he deserve it? I don't know his stats this year. If he's up to at least like thirty points, then I guess maybe. But probably just the safe pick. If you remember last year, they picked Jordan Kyrou to be our only all-star representation, right? Yeah. So, this year they just went back to Vladdy because that's everyone in the league knows us for. Yeah, that's true. We still have a fan vote, though. Yeah, we could vote. We could get someone in with a fan vote. vote. Who who are we backing? On the Blues? On the Blues. Who are we backing to be in the all-star game? I think Robbie Tommy has been carrying us this year. Or I Booch. Agree. I can go with Booch, too. I agree. I think Robert Thomas should be in the All-Star game. I don't know how he is not in the All-Star game. Booch is an underrated guy. Booch Navich? I, I agree with that. I, I would like to see him in the All-Star game. Yeah. What do you think of the injuries? Or the injuries just come at in a very interesting time. <laughs> Because Vladdy and O'Reilly will both be back just in time for the trade deadline. And that's very interesting with their contracts. Yep. But I don't know if a team is going to want to pick him up after that is exactly what I'm for saying. them sitting on the bench so for a couple months. Going forward, let's say you trade one of them. Who do you trade? O'Reilly. O'Reilly. I think he has more value. I think the Maple Leafs are very interested in O'Reilly. Yeah. Good and I wonder what if we trade one of them, we need picks, we need prospects, mainly defensive prospects. Yes. Yeah. We got Kelly Rosen and Steven Santini playing right now with <laughs> Krug and Pertuzzo hurt. Yeah. Right now, I think our best defenseman in Springfield is probably Matthew Kessel. Oh, he's, so young. he's an American guy. Yeah, he's twenty years old, maybe. All we got is Scotty T. He's <laughs> at least three or four years away. He'll be if back. He's never gonna make it. He'll be back. So he's skating. We got a report from Roper with him. He's skating. Don't hold your breath on Scotty P. Back. Though he's He'll got bones and glass. Scotty P. and Marco Scandella will be back sooner than we imagined, and we got a trust in Bennington and. Grice clearly gave us a shutout, so we can count on him. Marco Scandella still plays for the Blues? Yeah, he's, he's just injured. He is injured. How long has he been injured for? He had a hip injury back in the preseason. He hasn't just played as... it all this year? No, he's not. Shit, that's no. why our defense has been sucking so bad. Oh, totally wow. forgot about him. Yeah, we have so we Marco have Marco Scandella, Scandella like Scotty P, Tori Krug, and Borgs that are all injured right now. That's yeah. four defensemen. It's just like making wow. a trade. Go to the making our segue here. Bad segue, but uh, Cardinals. Cardinals. How? So how are we feeling after everything Mosaic's done so far? Do you think there's more? There is a, 
to be secret, honest. There's well, a secret player we're hunting. Oh, I did hear that. And I think it might be Shane Bieber. I did hear that, too. Shane Bieber and Jack Flaherty went to high school together, right? Maybe did. Or played in the same college team. Secret, secret, I think they're friends. Yeah. I. Wait, where did you hear that? Oh, uh, this is from the Athletic. Oh, really? Ken Rosenthal. Yeah, the Blues are or the Cardinals. The Cardinals are still shopping, and I believe Mosaic can make a trade. We have the pieces. We we Who need that trade? ace. We need that so ace. Trade or what? Well, hopefully it's Paul DeYoung. That's <laughs> probably not going to happen. How are you going to get value for Paul DeYoung? <laughs> Well, we need to include more pieces than that, but I just would like That's not to the carnal way. Young. They're not going to do that. We're going to trade. We can trade. We've traded before. We traded for Paul Goldschmidt. We pr- traded for Nolan Arenado. Why can't we make an our trade? We fleeced for, uh, the Rockies. Let's be honest. Yeah, we did. <laughs> and he wants to stay around with the best fans in baseball. BFIB, baby. You heard it here first. BFIB. To be honest, though, when Pat was asking me those questions about the Cardinals, right now it's January 8th. It's winter. Winter warm I'm just not thinking baseball at all. It's like my brain cannot connect baseball right now. (laughs) Cardinals winter warm-up, I think, is next weekend, and they're doing it for the first time in Ballpark Village in Bush Stadium. Oh, cool. You guys ever been to one of those? Like eight. Yeah, I've been to one when I was younger. They usually do them at the uh, the Hyatt downtown, right by the Arch. I went to the no, they did it at Bush when I went. They did. They did do it at Bush, and I got a signature from Tony Larusa. That's cool. Don't know where the signature is. I don't <laughs> like those because they go. make you buy a pass to get in the door, yeah. and then they make you buy another ticket to get certain autographs. Yep, I remember. Which I, I remember think is ridiculous. Larusa forever. That's the idea of paying someone to sign their name on something for me is less value. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Just get it out the gate. It ruins the experience. Yeah, getting an autograph is cool if you just like see a player somewhere, or if you bring your glove or ball to the game and you go down there and catch foul balls. What's your what's what's your going off that? What's your favorite like sports moment you've ever been a part of? My favorite sports moment I've ever been a part of. I mean, it's a, it's a. You could name three. You can name one. But I know my one. My one. I, I'll even say it. I go for it. My best day in my life. Hopefully, I, I always say yet. My best day yet ever, is uh, the the Blues twenty nineteen parade. That was the best day. I stood out there for five hours waiting for them, and they took forever, which I don't blame them for, because they're celebrating the greatest. St. Louis Blues moment ever, and that was the greatest day of just waiting. I was waiting for five hours. It start. It was raining in the morning, and then the sun came out, and it was awesome. I I literally stayed for five hours waiting for them just to walk so I could say and scream and see hope they hear me. Were you drinking? I, of course I was drinking. <laughs> um, but that was I waited with my dad, my uncle. And my my sister, we waited for five hours, right next to Bush Stadium, because they went by by those parking garages where mm-hmm. everybody was just like going nuts. Yep. We waited right there, and that was the best sporting event or experience I've ever been a part of. That was pretty good. 
What about you, Sean McCall? My favorite sporting memory. You can name three. You can name one. One of them at the top is gonna be Blues versus Blackhawks triple overtime game winner. That Dean scored, I think. Or maybe Ott scored. One of them got the goal and the other one assisted. Yeah. That was game one, 2000 and, I don't know, 14 or 15 playoffs. Yeah. That game was electric just because of how long it was. Um, favorite Cardinal memory? This was actually the first year that we went to Cardinals playoff games, for me at least. Um, we saw Ryan Helsley have that collapse in the top of the ninth inning. That was a gut punch. I think it was, for me, Cardinals playoffs against the Pirates, and it was Wainwright completing a complete game. Game five against the Pirates in an NLDS, but that's just me. What and year was that? That was 2013 when we went on to go to the World Series and lost to the Red Boston Sox. Red Sox. Yeah. Um, for the Blues, my favorite memory is beating the Blackhawks in the first period of overtime. Yeah, you told us that last time. And the zero that was the zero David Backus. David Backus game winner shot it in front of the net and went off. I believe Brent Seabrook skate into the net. I can't remember the exact Blackhawk puck that it skate went off of into the net under Corey Crawford, but it was an electric atmosphere where we were going down the stairs from the third level, and everyone was just singing, oh, when the Blues go marching in, and flicking off every Blackhawks fan we saw. It was a great time. Game one of the Game 7 series that we won with Troy Brower scoring that goal. Yeah, so if you enjoyed listening, tune in next week. We'll be back. We'll be talking sports. Sweating bets. Sweating bets. <laughs> Hopefully winning. We'll give you guys some picks so you guys can sweat along with us. More more school line updates. <laughs> Pittsburgh Penguins did win that game four to one against the Coyotes. Ooh, four to the one. Hit. Okay. The PP hit. PP is looking good. <laughs> we need that Packers money line to pull through. What is the Packers score currently? It Packers were up at halftime. Nine to three. Wow. No touchdowns yet. Wow. Under. Aaron good. Jones fumbled in his own that offense. That under is looking good. The Blues fucked us in the system play. It's okay. <laughs> Pour it out for the blues. We'll get them next we time, won. though. That's all that matters. Can't win them all. Thanks for listening.